ticket is coming. Hello, I'm Robert Cockfield. I'm Daniel J. Williams. This is Men on Pause. So on pause. today we just want to talk about something that um, is needed, especially with, with men. And Daniel can, you know, chime in on this, but um, me and him had a discussion about how that when you're uh, consummating a relationship, dating, whatever you want to call it, and it's a lot of unspoken things. And then, you know, you, you, you're trying to hook up and get it up and do all kinds of crazy stuff in this relationship. But these unspoken things manifest itself in the relationship after you've consummated it. It could be decades. It could be, you can be in marriage, you know, five years, two years, one year. But the bottom line is that unspoken stuff shows back up. And <clears throat> when it does manifest itself, in many instances, it's collateral damage. And Daniel, what you think about that? I mean, what I just said. Yeah, that, that's absolutely the truth. And, and matter of fact, saying truth, putting the word truth in there, it comes from not telling the truth up front and not being truthful up front on a lot about who I am, how jacked up I am, the jacked up behavior, habits I might have, all of that stuff, because we like to put on that, that best face and put, put that mask on in the beginning. And all I'm going to present is the thing that's going to win them. And then when you get them, like you said, hey, after the I do's or, or after going in and got real deep into that thing, and it'd be like, yo, I, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know, I call it the lies we tell. And, and, and you don't even have to say anything if you're still lying because you're not... You're not, you haven't really told anything. You just, you sit here, just playing the game and, and then it just manifests itself and catches up with you. So that's, that's what we want to chop it up today about. And, um, you know, we had came up with some, some principles of, of loving each other prior to consummating a relationship. And how do you do that? Like in this courtship period, we, it's 17 things or suggestions that we had looked up. And, and we're just going to throw a few of them out there and, like I say, just go back and forth and, and really just make it about a heart matter. And just, to, you know, as men, just try to help each other to really think about some of this stuff we don't say or we do say. Just as Daniel said, we're trying to win them, but, but we're not being transparent, translucent all the way. So I want to start off. This is my first one. Uh, don't let a relationship move too fast in its infancy. The phrase too hot, not too cool down has validity. Romantic affairs that begin in a frenzy frequently burn themselves out. Take it one step at a time. So I'm going to give you my truth and then I'm, I'm going to see what Daniel got to say for this. Now, I did that. <laughs> huh? I've, I've been in a relationship 41 years. I'm a person. 38 married. And check what happened. Man, I'm like that. Like, I'm being honest. I, I, I only was looking for one thing. Huh? One thing. I'm 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 16, 17. She get pregnant, and you know what that was about. And we wasn't married. We was in the church, and I'm a musician. She's singing, and man, we was just trying to get up out of that place. I'm from Pure Illinois. We just had enough. It was just good. So we, I said, man, I'm getting up out of here. So so I get her, and she's pregnant. Next thing I start doing, I'm like, okay, I'm trying to get up out of here. She said, well, you ain't going nowhere without me. So we got we ain't gonna get up out of here. And you see how all of a sudden, just from, from a sexual encounter, we just right off the gate, put the skates on, and we're trying to run. Because here's, here's this last piece of that. Then the church was smoking us, man. They like, oh, yo, you sin. You're going to hell. Look what you did. Yeah, that sat us down. You know all that. You got to go up before the church and say, I'm nasty and all that stuff. We did all of that. And then we, was, we felt guilt and shame. So we like, man, the quicker we get up out this joint, we ain't got to worry about this, man. We got to go. So that, that thing about, you know, that infancy in a, in a relationship and just, just moving too fast, that's, that's my story. Now, Dan, you go ahead. I'm, I'll just put mine out there. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Hey, that, was, that was mine. And in, 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 I'm going to say in all of my past relationships, it was always driven by my libido. It had nothing to do it, all my past relationships, they were driven by my by my libido. And yeah. hey, truth be told, and I mean, we men, we're talking, 
and whatnot. So, I, hey, to be honest, at the same time, the same way my libido was driven, hers was too. Because despite maybe maybe once a level of maturity come later down the years, some women they 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 get into a relationship and whatnot with with their heart and they're looking for the best in a man, but they enter into it the same way that we be entering into it. Because otherwise, it wouldn't be a hot and heavy thing. It wouldn't be right. prematurely. If we wouldn't be entering into it prematurely if, yo, you got to have both parties participate. <laughs> so, hey, the same way I was hot for it, she was hot for it. And But honestly, that is where we make the mistakes because we let that, that sexual attraction pull us in first. Because be honest, when you're young, you're not thinking about long-term relationship, marriage, oh, no. growing old together. I'm only nah. I'm only looking at you because I'm looking for a wife. I wasn't looking for a wife when I was in my teenage twenties, thirties. I wasn't looking for a wife. I was looking for a, I was looking for a, a mating partner. <laughs> you know. And you know what? The add fuel to that fire. You know, uh, we we talk about this uh, on a, a, a separate podcast about this word until, or, or, you know, like, what does that mean in a relationship? And, 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 um, you know, I never had thought about that. And you're right. I mean, I was like, no, 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 until something go wrong. That's what, that's, that's the way I seen it. Like, I wish you would. And, and, and I'm just waiting on something to fall apart so I can get out of it because I, exactly. I, I just jumped into that thing and I'm scared. I got cheering. I had kids back to back. You're right. So you just haven't said, just the children raising you and you just trying to do the best you can and then every day you're looking for the exit plan now i'm just being transparent because again i was a teenager got married and then then i'm off on skates so yeah you're right i, I think that um that uh, now here's this part to that too when it says that, that that if you do this too fast it'll burn the relationship out and and it's true because i think we never think about when the burnout may come like for me um, I'm gonna throw this out here. So 30 year 36, you know, she came to me and said, Hey, you suck. I'm done. I didn't had enough. That's too much, man. Um, I, I never said nothing. I just tried to placate you in this relationship, but man, you know, I'm just not happy. And I think sometimes, you know, people don't understand that burnout will come at any time, any time. And it's not to say it's a bad thing. It's just that those unspoken things, you know, can can catch up with you. So, so what you think about that, Dan? Hey, I'm gonna say, truthfully, the burnout it does it doesn't even take years for the burnout to come. The burnout come it it comes pretty much after. Let me say, hey, if if this, I we're talking men. If the sex is good, then you 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 ignore the burnout. You ignore all that, yo. I, I just man, I can't stand that about her. I can't stand that. But you stick around because the sex is good. The sex is hot, but it it burned out a long time because once you got to get into having a real conversation and actually actually trying to get to know each other, it's be like, yo, I'm I'm out. You got to go somewhere. Even when you're living together, it end up really just being roommates and whatnot. I like my first marriage. I mean, listen. I, I entered in my first, entered in my to my first marriage with a girlfriend. I started yeah, off with a yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was never actually a husband through my first marriage, and and we had moments of when I would, you know, I would say that I'm I'm being a husband, and but then I go and ease back out there because although I loved her, I didn't love her like I didn't love her with that type of love that. You know, you're supposed to love a wife with. I didn't. I didn't look at her and to, and actually just give myself over to her because you know what, we started. We started off, in with the hot with the intimacy. We started off with the with the hot and heavy, and we didn't really get to know each other truly. Know knowing each other's personality, and and certain traits that we had, and habits, and outlooks on life, and where one was going to be going, and where the other and we were like pulled in two different directions. So the burnout was was there all the time, but because the sex was good and we started having children, we just just kind of stayed around until it was like it got to the point the way it was gonna be at each other's throat. Be like, 
<laughs> and then, then it was like, okay, we need to separate and go our separate <laughs> Well, and, and then I grew up in a household, I grew up around men back in the day, this, the late 60s and 70s, where I was taught, long as you take care of your home, you do your dirt outside, she didn't say nothing, you know. And so I, I had that mentality coming straight in. You know, I'm already, like I said, I'm already scared of the relationship. I got kids. I'm a kid myself. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to use that. I'm like, I, I'm, as long as I'm taking care of the house, I'm, you, you know, you good. We got some stability. I, I'm going to go outside the box, do my business, and then I'm going to take care of this box. And that's wrong. But when you're young, which here's another piece to this, you know, I was in the church but I didn't, have, I, I didn't know nothing really about God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit at all. I just, I, I just attended church. So there really was no benchmarks or real standards for me. It was just, right. I'm like you. I'm like, man, I'm just, as long as I'm handling my business, you, you, you do your business and I do mine. And, you know, that don't make it right, but I'm just throwing that out there, too. It's like, yeah. hey. But that's exactly, that's exactly how I was, too. I mean, I, I, I grew up with having those uncles and cousins around me. You know, even my, my grandfather was a player. And, and, <laughs> and that was something that, you know, that, that ran that ran in our family as far as the men in my family that 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 we were known to that we were known to be to be players, that we were ladies men, you know. So it was expect it was expected of us. So therefore, you know what? I was kind of set up. I was I was set up from the start. It was expected of me to be able to follow into the same footsteps as all yep. the other men in my, in our family. And Hey, I didn't, I wasn't in the church. We, I didn't grow up. In, I didn't grow up in the church. So I didn't know anything about a, a covenant between man and woman, husband and wife and God and being, being absolutely faithful because all I saw was, Hey, if he's, I'm taking care of the house, as long as you're taking care of your yep. house, handling your business, no, no, nobody's nobody's going without clothes. You got the cars there. Everything is paid. If they don't have to worry about anything, you good. If you step out a little bit, yo, you you are you are <laughs> to have some fun if you want to. That's 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 what was taught, you know. So we a lot of generations have been messed up, and a lot of families have been yo been been derailed and wrecked, and you got some jacked up guys because hey. That's what we saw. And if, if you know, and truthfully, if we have any kind of uh, any godly examples of men to watch, or just a morally, uh, just a guy that just was, he just did the morally correct thing. He really loved his wife and he knew to be faithful to her and not, and not to do all he have these other, have, have the side chicks and create whole families on the outside too. <laughs> That was yeah. hell, that was another thing we grew up in. I mean, like they go out there and they be having like a whole another family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the pastors, I know, I know that sounds crazy, but in my community, even the pastors, I mean, we find out later on, they had side families, you know. Yeah. And and we heard it. We knew uh, uh Reverend Show enough and, and low down was doing what he was doing, <laughs> but you didn't say that. I mean, you just yeah. you know, you didn't want to get in trouble with God. <laughs> It usually always came out at the funeral, right? <laughs> like, hey, who, who is that? Who's that? Oh, that's so <laughs> it, was, it always usually came out at funerals. <laughs> you right. Oh man. That's so true. Yeah. Yep. Yo, he had a whole he had a whole family over there. He's like, why is that lady crying so hard? And, and it would be it would be certain ones that knew all the time. He's like, oh. Oh, that that was so and so. Oh, they were together for years. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know that. In, in fact, you know, and I like, you know, one time, man, I was um, I, I and this was after I gotten older and whatnot, and I would kind of look at, I would look at us and our culture, and I look at our counterparts, right? I can say, I can say, Caucasian, you know. And I look at I look at us and I look at them, and and yo we we really man been conditioned to just bring turmoil to our family life and yep. whatnot because of that. They may have done stuff. They may they do the same thing that we do, but they it, it doesn't come out to the extent 
that ours come out yeah, with, with yeah. babies all over the place and and whatnot. They would hide their stuff. Or they, yep. wouldn't, they wouldn't yep. have those kids all over the place. They still do their thing, and you know she'd go along with it, or he'd go along with it. <laughs> but but us as a people, we take it to the extreme. Yep. Yeah, we set each other on fire, and I'm I'm just giving an example too. So I'm I'm doing a funeral in Lubbock, Texas, and I show up, and the, one of the ladies, you know, she's church mother, one of the church mothers in our church. But man, I get there and I see it's like the Red Sea had parted in that in that in that at that service because the father had died, and it was two sets of families, and mm. they I, it was so contentious. And I, I said, something ain't right. Not, this ain't something ain't adding up. So I asked somebody, I said, hey, man, what, 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 what's going on here? They said, oh, that, this family one, the first set, this family two, and some of them don't even know each other. They just finding all this out. And I said, oh, man, like, you got to be kidding. So they were, it was literally, they were arguing over, you know, the funeral arrangements and stuff like this. And, and, and another example, I just had, Somebody just about a year or two ago, about a couple years ago, um, the, the first family has, uh, the, now this siblings, they, they go in there, tell the funeral director, hey, you know, I want pops to be in this and all this. Do you know the other set went behind they back just before they was bringing the body out and changed his clothes? And so. <laughs> As you know, that's usually how it goes at those funerals. <laughs> so, you know, it's, I think a lot of this stuff, we don't think about this when we're dating people. We don't, we don't ask real, real, true, pure, pertinent questions like family dynamics or family history or, you know, like what's going on with your mom and pops and my mom and pops to see if they're going to get along or, you know, is it, like you said, is there any other family members out there that's, you know, that stuff can get tricky. So, um, so that first one, yeah, that's, that'll burn you out. But here's the second one. Don't discuss your personal inadequacies and flaws in great detail when the relationship is new. No matter how warm and accepting your friend may be, any great revelation of low self-esteem or embarrassing weaknesses can be fatal when interpersonal valleys occur, and they will occur. So in other words, don't put all your cards on the table right out the gate if you, if, if, if you already see a signs of trouble. And I, and, and I can kind of get that because I've seen that go wrong. I'm not saying everybody does that, but I've seen that where you 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 so hot and heavy for the person and you want to win them over and you just lying, the lies you tell, and then you feel so comfortable, you know, they, they look rocky and shaky about, you know, I don't know about this. And then what you do, you just go ahead and you start shoveling and, and all your stuff or and or trash and yeah. you come out and then they find out, oh, I can't handle that. I, see what I'm saying? That that that's that's oof. man. You just had me. I told all of that stuff, and now you're gonna tell me you can't have it. So I, I, what you think about that? Yeah, I think you know that's yeah. It's 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 a it's a tricky thing. I, well, I mean, you know what? I'm gonna say this. I'm, I'm gonna go back because all right. So I mean, we were honest in saying how we came out. Now I'm now I'm gonna say the correct way of going about it. And doing and doing things would have been, you know, the the difference between dating and courting. Because courting is is because it's, it's something meaningful. You're looking for something meaningful in the relationship. Dating is really just like you know we we're together, but I'm always open to options. Out wow. there. I just want you to know that, you wow. know, they, they call it friends with benefits. Ah, like, ah, yo, ah, oh. we're not really we're not really in, in a relationship like that. You know, but we get together and we do what we do because we have fun together. And for guys, I mean, now at this at this stage of 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 the game, when people out here they're dating and getting to know each other, we really men we we really are not gonna. It puts it's sad to say it. We're put in a place of lying in order to <laughs> to like the woman because if you if you're honest with her and the relationship goes south or it doesn't even take off you know they'll run out and tell and tell anything that you expose personally about yourself yep yep you you got this fear about this or that or you know you you're sharing things because you in his in, in his eyes he believes you're like yo 
she really serious. I, I really like her and, and, and whatnot. I want to get to know her. So I'm going to expose myself to show her just how much I really like her. And she might not be in that deep because once once you expose that little thing and be like, oh, nah, that's <laughs> right there. Then go back and tell her girlfriend. So I, I mean, man, you know, it is I don't I don't know. What let me ask you a question. You do you think it could ever do you think that because the way we've created a whole nother culture now as far as the interaction between men and women in relationships? As far as it goes with 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 getting together and actually having a meaningful relationship that that doesn't have to start out, you know, going to, going to get the room for the weekend, leaving the club that night <laughs> and, and everything. That's that's how most of them start. All most of them start off as hookups, they jump offs. Yeah, yeah. You know, every everybody's a jump off. Everybody's a they got their side chick or whatever, and uh, and now. It's like we have the culture so messed up that that nobody wants to be honest with with the other one because they're so untrusting because they look at how they they listen to what their parents said about each other if they if they even got married if they even together they might have watched their parents fighting throughout their whole childhood seeing them yep. go from one one relationship to the other relationship and and they now, now the younger generation they're so disturbed they like I don't even want no relationship because it'll never work. So they just get what they want to get. You, I mean, is it? You think it's possible that it can actually go back to to the courting and having meaningful relationships? I don't. I don't. I don't really think so. <laughs> and only reason why I say that because social media and the context into which television, you know, media has as. Have have just uh, I don't know they, they they sell these open relationships. They don't hypersexualize everything. Yes, yes, yeah. There you go. Hypersexualize. That's a good word. Good word. They, so it's almost like you know. I, I, okay, so I know some grown folks even now. They watch all this stuff on TV and you know and the internet and all this. And so they they've told me said, oh man, you know me me and my boy kicking it. And uh, I said, "Oh, that's your boyfriend." No, 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 no. Don't get it twisted. You know, I'm I'm bisexual, yeah. or I'm I'm uh, they got all kind of new names now. You know, it got crazy. But <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm scared to ask. I'm like, "Oh, well, really?" And, so, <laughs> and, and, and I even had one chick. She told me she said, "Oh yeah, we all sleep together." I said, "Whoa, ho, who is we? Who is we? I thought y'all was boyfriend." Oh, we are, but when we open, we open to. Or some other thing. He got somebody, I got somebody. Every once in a while, we come together. Then we all go out to the club. And then we make it rain and all that. So, you know, me old school, I'm like, now, hold up, hold up. Now, side chick, one thing. But, dog, y'all, like, y'all got side, extra pieces, uh, 10 pieces. Yeah. Five piece buckets. <laughs> yeah. So, it's that's crazy. the question. I don't, I don't see it. I don't, I, I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm not saying it's. It's not been done, but I think on a larger scale, no, because I just think that right now, you know, it's it's been like you say, it's been so like sex is is so crazy, relationships is so crazy, and people just don't care no more. I mean, and, and then add the fact that uh, statistically, it's been proven the generations today don't subscribe to God like we we did, like they they don't have benchmark yeah. standards like we do. That's you it. Know? Yeah, so that kind of makes yeah. it tough, man. You just kind of think you can do say, whatever you want to. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that because I was going to say, yeah, man, it's 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 just like everything else. You know, they 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 taking God out of school, you know, and I mean, there, there's no you don't even have wholesome television shows anymore. You nah, know, nah. all of, all of the television shows are geared towards everybody stabbing everybody stabbing each other in the back. They're sleeping with each other's spouses and and, and sleeping with, <laughs> with the mother-in-law and the father-in-law. Yep. And you know, you they don't see anything wholesome on television. They're nope. not seeing anything wholesome in their real life. So it's like God has just been pulled out of everything. So they don't nobody even knows they as far on a whole, as far as society is concerned and culture is concerned, 
you know, they, they, there's no such thing as a godly relationship anymore. They don't even, they don't even uh, spotlight any of any of that of someone staying together because no. because they actually love each other. Everybody who's staying together, they highlight it's because it's a business merger. They don't love each other. The, the people oh, they yeah. spotlight it's, it's because it's a business. It's a business transaction. Yes, and I think you told me uh, just last week. You you said a business acquisition. Like, remember you said that? Like, yeah. break that down. Like, like what did that mean when you said that? Like it, in a relationship. I mean, as far as far as if whenever I so when I when I met my when I met my my wife now, when when we met we um it was it was a we we started off we just talked we talked had good conversation. We kind of we actually got to know each other. I mean, we noticed that each other looked good and were, you know, we were very attractive and whatnot. You know, that element was there, but we didn't move on that. We didn't act on 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 that part of it. We got to know each other. We shared we shared things about the future coming ahead, what we were looking mm -hmm. forward to doing, what we were doing now, and there was a compatibility that we had. We shared a lot of the the same kind. We shared kind of a. a we shared a different background, sort of. Wow. You know, she was married before me, and she was the one that was getting cheated on, and, <laughs> and I was the one that was out there running and cheating. So <laughs> we, we came from different backgrounds as far as that went, but you know, we we were com we we shared compatibility. We were compatible for each other. And the way she was talking about her future was the same way that I was talking about mine, and. If you want to, in dealing with a race relationship, and I say a meaningful relationship, something that you actually looking to build something with somebody and go forward, I say, yeah, it's a business acquisition because it's like what you have, you have, you have this adequacies here and you got this, and then she has these, and then you merge them together in a, in a relationship and then a marriage. Yeah. And then it's like, yo, you merging two companies together that have a yeah. monopoly in the market on something. So when the two of them are working in the same direction, it's not, it's not really, it not end up just being a marriage about I love you and I love you. Man, you really build some powerful stuff together. Well, and, and here's in my relationship where, you know, um, there, there was no acquisition. There, there, there was division because, see, when I was coming up, I was impoverished. So my mindset was, you know, <clears throat> number one, Yours is yours, mine is mine. So that's that's crazy. And then number two, then it was like, look, if, if I got it, I'm spending it. And then three, I'm gonna kick it and I'm I'm gonna spend it and have fun. See, I'm gonna have fun. As long as the bills paid, I'm I'm gonna burn the rest of that cash up. I'm gonna tear it up with lighter fluid. And then the other thing was with lighter fluid. We never tear up, you know. I, I was taught you the man of the house. You supposed to be the man of the house. So you take care of everything and run everything. I can't even run myself. So, so what you mm -hmm. do, you bring these bad hobbies and habits to the table. And because you're supposed to be the man, in my mind, I'm supposed to handle business. And I can't even, I don't even know what, I can't spell business. And then so, you know, there we go. There that burnout. Now we got props. And, and on her behalf, this is what she did. She, she's an introvert. I'm an extrovert. See how that's going? Like oil and water. And she's yeah. like, well, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to say anything because I'm trying to keep peace in the house and all of that. And, and then it come out later that you suck. <laughs> you know <what> yeah. I'm, <laughs> <saying>? <laughs> I'm like, boy, this is stupid. So I, I bring all that up because you're right. It should be before you, again, consummate a relationship. All them cards got to be on the table because maybe I'm bad with money. You might be good with money. Okay. Then we got to talk about. This culture thing, like for instance, that means I had to put my sword down. Sick if I done it right, and just said, "Hey, you know what? You handle the purse. I'm good with that." Um, and here's another thing: now, I thought that if you buy them stuff, that'll shut them up. Now I know a lot of men don't want to talk about that, but you know, <laughs> I, I, huh? Like, look, you got a new car. You got you got some new clothes. You, you get to do. Look at your shoes. Look at up. You should be quiet and and. And she kept saying, man, I don't need all that. I, yeah. I don't need all that. You know, to me, that felt disrespectful because I was, again, I come up in poverty. So I'm thinking, well, man, you know, that, look what you got. And other women don't have such, such. So see, it's just, 
that's that's yeah. that jacked up stuff, man. That you know you bring into these relationships, and if you don't talk about it, you'll think it's right, and it's a foul ball. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no, you you right, man. But but hey, like I said, it goes back to you know you went into the relationship with what you knew. We went into them with what with what we knew, what we saw, what surrounded us. I mean, so if we didn't have the good example, to, if we didn't have a good example before us, there's no way we could have went into a relationship yeah. knowing the correct right. things to do. Because, yeah. like, yeah, like you said, when yeah. in my first marriage, it was the same. It was she had her money, I had my money. I took care of the bills, whatever was left over. We didn't do no joint bank account stuff like that. We not mingling yeah. the money because you're not going to be talking to me about my money when I want to do something. And, and it will be the same thing with her. You know, I mean, we, we ain't guilty of it just by ourselves. They, yo, women, they, they know they have that stash. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah. Where, oh, where yeah. they be getting that loot from. Yeah. And they be yeah. like, holding on. It's like, yo, where you get this money from? So, <laughs> oh, a little something I just had and whatnot. So. In my mind, that means oh, so I need to I need to hold on to mine. I'm I'm not gonna be one of them dudes. I'm gonna bring home my whole check and give it to you, and then you live yeah. you give me something back. It was like yeah. no, I made the money. This is my money. After I pay yeah. the bills, I give you what I'm gonna give you, and the rest of it is mine until the next pay. And so yeah, you know, hey, there, like you said, financially, we was burning it up financially. We we was do, we was not building anything and whatnot. So, hey, money's not the only reason why uh, uh, relationships fall apart. But as far as me, in my in my first marriage, it was that it was that infidelity, man. I I could I couldn't stay out of another lady's bed. Well, and you know what? For me, I was I was a double barrel shotgun. Yeah, it was that and stuff because I was impoverished. So I was an auto hoe, and a lot of people don't know what an auto hoe is. That means I would trade cars like I would change my drawers. Like I'd have a vehicle for maybe a year. And, and then I'm like, oh man, you know what? They got I want a truck. No, I want a car. Yeah. No, I want an SUV. <laughs> no, I want it. Huh? Then I get the latest and greatest laptops and all the stuff. And don't need none of it. And just recently, I was cleaning out the garage at the house. And Daniel, I had so much stuff that I I, I said, why'd I got four of them, eight of this, ten of that? Five of this. I mean, that's that impoverished mentality. I'm speaking for me that that made me do that. But that goes to this next point. I'm gonna throw this out here. Remember that respect, respect precedes love. Build it stone upon stone. And and what I'm saying, what I just talked about, I didn't respect the other person. Now that's man, I I didn't have no respect for them. And and I didn't feel like in some instances they had any respect for me because you know I, I thought I was doing right. You know, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation, but I didn't even know how to spell respect, man. I thought it was oh, just yeah. like I'm a man. Definitely so. Yeah, and and that right there, that that we look at being the man. We told that I'm, you're the head of the house. You're the man. You lead the fa and and in a lot of instances, and, and like yo, dude, those those older like the grandfathers, those older uncles and whatnot. Hey, she, she couldn't question. She couldn't question them. It's how they were. No. How they were taught. And so nah. we saw that and, and they would be and they would brag on that. Like that was good. So I mean, in our mind, we couldn't do it exactly how they did it, but you know what? Oh, you don't you don't want to fight? Don't even worry about it. I already got somebody to replace you anyway. So <laughs> you, you you yo, you ain't with that? I right, you know, no problem. But and even, yeah, I mean even, even in respect. This is crazy. Now, this generation is big on this. I, I used to be up in the D.C. or the East Coast. Now, you know, every every geography has its own way, you know, of dating and doing their own business and culture and all that stuff when it comes to, you know, hooking up. So when I was on the East Coast, I heard plenty of professional women say, which shocked me, they, especially women up north. Now, I'm not saying all women up north like this, but I'm just the majority of them I've met like this. Very strong will. And they right out the gate, they'll take, I don't need you, or you you can just have my baby and go on about your what? business. I can handle my own stuff. I don't yeah. and so when you dealing with that, or you know, you hook up with them and you think you the player and, and they pimping you because they like, no, 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 no. Like, don't you ain't staying in my house, like hit it, quit it, get out. When you encounter stuff like that, 
if you're not careful, you'll be just as disrespectful too because you figure like, okay, well, that's the way the game will be played. And that's how this younger culture is today. Like they don't have no respect for each other. I, this, from what I'm seeing, not all of them, but a lot of them don't respect themselves. They don't respect the person that they with. And let alone, I think the church bears some responsibility on this too. And I'm saying it because you just hit on the head. Like if, if the church just telling a man or some young man, you the head of the house. What does that mean? Cause I, ain't no manual on that stuff. Like you just, you just, you just gave me power, entitlement, and I don't even know what to do with it. I, now I don't know if you went to a church and you heard that, but when I was coming up, I heard it and seen it where they just said, "You're the head of the host." So yeah, and yeah, and they didn't go into the um, and they and they didn't and they didn't go and dive into the specifics of 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 what what God was saying and what He meant. When he said that the man is the head, because he said that the man was the man was supposed to submit to Christ, because Christ right. is submitted to God, and we're supposed to be submitted to Christ, and the wife is supposed to be submitted to us, if we're following Christ, if we're doing the right thing, then she has something to submit to and to follow, but she has to have a positive and right thing to follow, and all of that running in the way that we were running, you know. But they're not supposed to go and run and just do the same thing, and we're doing it in the opposite direction. They, but explaining it in a in a from a godly standpoint of view, and and you know honestly, yeah, we can say in a lot of different churches, I like it would be hard for them to to give a godly point of view when you running around and it's so many um single single parent mothers in the church. So yeah, yeah, yeah. How can you talk about it? You got. You got the guys out there having babies. You got the ladies in there having babies. Nobody's getting married. So, what what are they what are they teaching? Where, where is the God in that place? Yeah, and, and that's the biblical standard. Yes, yes, and, and and to add, if you really add fuel even more to that fire, especially now, I'm, I know some clergy like this. You know, their attitude is, well, you know what, I do me. Long as I'm preaching, teaching, and and you know I, I'm I'm entertaining y'all, then I, I I can do what I want to do. I was talking to a psychiatrist just last night, and he was saying how we don't even know how to be discreet anymore based on respect. Like there's no discretionary nothing. It's like you just feel we just feel like I'm grown. I can do whatever I want to do. I can say whatever I want to say, and we feel like we can do that to each other. And then you just do you and I do me. And that's a famous line nowadays. Or mind your business, not my mind. And so there's no unity. There's no collaboration. There's, 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 it's just everybody just kind of doing their thing. And I, and I say that because you just hit on the head. This is in church too. And I'm not saying all churches are like that. I'm not saying that, you know, all preachers are like that. But there's a lot of those institutions. It has become, <clears throat> excuse me, it has become a business. It ain't right. talking about. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit's business. I'm talking about it's a business. It's, it's showtime. And, and mm -hmm. a lot of the leadership getting passes on this stuff. And, and it's okay. So think about this. If my pastor, my leadership, my, 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 my leadership can do that, then guess what? You better not say nothing to me. And, and that's the way a lot of these young people feel. they like, don't say nothing to me. You know, I, I'm good. So, Wow. Christ. Yeah, no standard, man. No, uh -huh. no, no standard is just biblically or morally. And, and I mean, and that's the, the 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 like, and the whole the whole root of the problem. It goes back. I mean, since we since we're in the church, you know, it's all about it's it's all a, it's all a part of Satan's plan anyway. Yeah. So, you know, you you got you got the man and woman. Every, he got everybody feeling they're an individual and they reserve the right to be pleased. Long as I'm pleased and I'm pleasured, then I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And so people are, and, and they go into that. So there's no family unity. The family's broken up. There's no show of love. There's no show of togetherness. There's no respect for each other. There's no love that's even involved. A lot of them are just staying like, Hey, like you said earlier about the being impoverished, a lot of them, uh, ended up staying together or just staying together because they can't afford to separate yep. and go out on their own. So yep. they just stay in there 
and just continue to grow the confusion and make what they have a bad situation, even more cancerous between them. And then they make it even worse for the kids. So the kids, they're like, I don't, because a lot of them are like, nah, marriage? Nah. Ain't nobody, yeah. ain't nobody think about no marriage. Marriages don't work. Don't nobody stay. Nobody stays together. So they, so over time, that thing has been driven into, driven into the minds and into the habits. And now it's like, that's a part of culture. That's society. It's just like, hook up, you get together, meet who you meet, you have fun and move on. Is it like, what, what's the, uh, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember the thing. Something like, like, like Baskin and Robbins with the 31 flavors. <laughs> You want to you want to try all yo you get you supposed to try all of the flavors before you settle down. Yeah. But you mess around and 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 some of us never get to settle down because you tasted the wrong flavor and it took you. Yeah. Out. Yeah, and and transparency. You know, I think as parents, single parent, dual parent nowadays, he's got they got three four parents. I don't know how that works, but anyway. Uh <laughs> but we think that these young people are, are slow and they don't get it. They, they see stuff, they know stuff what we're doing. And, and I think this back to the respect piece, we gotta respect them just as much because the Bible talks about how we shouldn't be provoking them jokers. We shouldn't sit up there and, and, and do stuff. And then in a sense, it's like a, this double standards there and then you think and they don't know what's going on and they do. And even recently, you know, I'm a very transparent person with, you know, with my family, especially my sons. And so, I never forget about six months ago. Man, I'm talking to my sons and, and we talking about some some, some men stuff. And then, and then I said, man, I, I you know, you know your pops was out there. And, and I just kept it on the street. And then one of my sons said, Yeah, but we knew what you was doing. I said, no, you didn't. He thought, Pops, we all knew what you was doing. You you yeah. just thought we didn't know. So I'm thinking I'm respecting them <clears throat> and I'm disrespecting myself and them. Mm -hmm. see, see how that works so you know yeah. it's crazy it's just one of those things where we just don't i think sometimes we don't we don't understand how powerful that word is you can't love nobody and you don't even respect yourself but let alone respect god first but yeah that's facts so this, that's facts before this, man you saying that i so i'll I be transparent before you know like after my first marriage is split and um and then and, and i got to a place of you know I wanted I wanted to be sober. I wanted to stop the drugs. I I wanted to stop sleeping with multiple women and whatnot. It had gotten old, and and it's like I was I was in a place of uh I was in a place of of oh I was really in tears. I was crying. I felt really bad about where my life was at at this point. I was sleeping in my car, and 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 I was like, man. And it's like everything kind of flashed before me. And I thought about it, just like what you're saying. I'm not, I, I wasn't the only disrespecting and and being unfaithful to my wife. I was disrespecting no. and being unfaithful to my kids. I'm thinking like they're not they're not really seeing everything that I'm doing. They might see some stuff. It's not that bad or what they're seeing and whatnot. But they they had the full they had the full story. And, yeah. And we talk sometime later too. And and yeah, they express it, and I like. Oh man, how how bad and how low I was, and is you know, and I guess, and this is good for us to talk about this because you know what, this might be the the this this might deter some younger man from from saying you from from continuing to walk walk that path. When you yeah. saying like, yo, later down the line, you you having fun now, but you know what, every every action. It has reward or it has consequences. Yeah. Some things don't happen. Some things, some consequences don't come immediately, but they'll come right. later. But they're gonna come. Rewards, your pleasure, you get your pleasure up front, but those consequences when they come back, consequences, man, it hurts, it hits you in your heart. It hits you in the yep. place the way you're really human, and you really have to think about other think about other people because it's like the Bible says that. You know, you're supposed to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So if you don't love yourself and you, yeah. you're doing damage to you, think about the destruction that you're doing to everybody else that's in your path. Yeah. As you walk it, you're destroying everybody that's in your path because you don't know how to love you. 
and it's all because you know we we ain't have that um have that 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 true teaching of 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 a what a godly man is how a godly man is supposed to carry himself how he's supposed to how he's supposed to deal with the woman how he deal with her as as taking her on in his, as his wife and how to truly be a dad and be a father and be one that you know that's all about his family now because i mean is a reason why you chose the lady is a yep. reason why you had kids because you're supposed to that's supposed to be the most important thing in your life but the thing yep. we say the most important thing in our life we treat it as the least important i hardly spent time home after work was done i may have come through drop off money see if everything good and i'm out and yep. i treated i treated them i didn't treat them like they were the most important thing and I, that's and because we saw a lot of that that became it almost became like passing like dna like it yep. was passed down in the dna almost and it like instinctively knew to just behave in this manner and it's yeah you know it's a sad thing it was fun while we did it but now being older looking back at it you know it's i feel i don't feel guilty about it anymore i i, I feel remorseful i feel sorry i i I've apologized and I've grown and I matured past that, but hey, I guess science might have been on to something about about men, about males, how we mature a little bit later in life. Yeah, man. Start yeah. seeing things, yeah. you know, start yeah. looking at stability and, and treating people with respect. But you know what? I'm gonna ask you, yo, it for me, I didn't realize that I really needed to treat women with respect until I finally got myself in a place to where my heart was broken. Oh, oh, I just was telling somebody that. So <clears throat> it's this group, they, they're a British group, and they call the Brand New Heavies, right? Y'all need to listen. Oh, yeah, I know that group. Go look them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's, there's one particular song, Sometimes You Gotta Do Right, Sometimes. And, and so when I was out there just smoking and drinking and pills and running with me on and yes i was married yes yes you heard me say that i was married and so i'm out here doing my thing i'm thinking i'm hiding stuff and so this one chick you know i thought i'm playing her and then this chick smoked me like a cigar she said i'm gonna be at this place and you be there and then uh just be there i said okay because you know people don't want to talk about this but you know we do our dirt we, we thinking like Vince, we go to the hotel and we think God ain't there and the doggone Bible is in the doggone drawer. Huh? Like, you know. <laughs> right there. <laughs> I, I used to be stupid and I would go and look for it and then I'd just go take it out, take it out to the car. Oh, wow. Like, like, let's go do something. <laughs> like, you could take him out of the room. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that's you, I, I'm going to hell for that. <laughs> You better repent, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, man, you're going to hell for that one. But, man, so this chick, she showed up, and man, boom, done her business. And then I said, what, what you doing? She said, man, I'm done with you. I said, what? She said, see you tomorrow. We military. So, man, we show up formation. And that chick, she act like I didn't exist. She's like, no, 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 no. So afterwards, I said, what happened last night? She said, man, this is business. She said, see, you weren't in your feelings. She said, no, mm -hmm. come on, man. Come on. This business, this business, this business. And, and so that right there, I said, doggone, man. Sometimes I just got to do right. I just can't keep doing this. Because I didn't, like you said, I didn't expect, I didn't think that nobody had the game better than me. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And we would be honest about that. You know, we think we're getting player of the year. And, and uh, you know, no, 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 you ain't you ain't that sick. It's always somebody out there that's going to out-pimp you. And, always. And, and we don't, yeah, we don't want to talk about that either. We, we thinking we're the biggest pimps and, and, and prostituting everybody else. And that's what, you know what, just that question you asked, transparency. I was the prostitute. I'm pro I was prostituting myself because at the end of the day, I knew God. I, I sit and on God. That's one. I had a title. And I thought I was entitled. And then I got this family. And then I got my, I'm supposed to be raising children. We'll be setting an example. And here I am running razor thin in life. And, and if I'd have kept playing around, I shouldn't even be here. Because there's some stuff I done did out there not respecting myself and respecting them. You know what I'm saying? Like thinking you're going to outplay them. 
and you get in trouble and you, you find yeah. yourself you could have lost everything and it's not you losing it but man the whole family i think you said this last week you said the collateral damage we do to our business yeah. is ugly like the church and the kid and the, the relatives everybody get napalm on them because we just think we slick and that's yeah. that's terrible man i'm gonna read this one last one before we we done we're about 10 minutes but i'm gonna throw this out here so the Pew Research Center says this. It said nearly half, 47% of all Americans that they surveyed say dating is harder today than it was 10 years ago, 47%. So one of the things that, it was two things that came with that. It says, don't, don't call or communicate too often on the phone or social media and give the other person an opportunity to get tired of you that's one. That's where that 47% said, man, because they so inundated with information, it seemed like they're being stalked. Like, you know, mm. it's, it's emails, it's, it's texts, it's, it's this and that, and TikTok and talk and tick and all that. And then the other part it was saying is that don't be too quick to reveal your desire to get married or that you think you just found Mr. Wonderful or Miss Marvelous. If your partner has not arrived at the same uh. conclusion, you will throw him or her into panic. And, and, and that's part of that Pew Research. They were just saying, now, because there's so many options, like you can date online, you know, they, any little thing, if, you, if they feel like you're jamming them up and you're not giving them an opportunity to breathe, you can lose them. What you think about that? Wow, that, that sounds like Burger King. <laughs> it, I mean, you know, the culture has has the culture has grown to the point of where, you know, you you can have it you can have it your way, and be, because you be, and it's because of this. Remember, uh, back in the day, I could say I could say, yo, I got options. Yo, you ain't the only one and whatnot. Yep. But now, because of technology, there really are options all over yes. the place. Whether it's whether you actually end up meeting. Personally, whether it's any personal face-to-face -face interaction or not, there's so many options because people can play, can be whoever they want to be with technology. Yeah, they can, they can be whoever they want to be. You never, you know, we can can be in a relationship with somebody on the West Coast, and and the, and they can be saying they dating somebody on the East Coast because the aesthetics of the aesthetics of them it looks really good. So they yep. can, and then. And then not, not having any personal interaction, it makes it real comfortable for people because nobody now, they can't put their hands on them. Now, and I'm going to read this. It said, among those who say dating is harder today, 21% think it's because of, and check this out, increased risk, including physical risk, as well as the risk of getting scammed, see, or lied to. Women are twice as likely as men to cite increased risk as a reason why dating is harder. And they also said... People think dating is harder include technology, the idea that dating has been more in, impersonal, the more mm -hmm. casual nature of dating today, and changing societal expectations, moral or gender roles. Now, see that? We were just talking gender about that. Gender roles. See that? Um, I was, <laughs> man, I've been gender talking roles. to people. Yeah, gender roles. And, and, and man, it just shocked me. People even our age these days when you're talking to them and they think the gender just can flip like a switch, it's like, it's okay. And I'm like, okay, so what are we talking here? I had some, some dudes, you know, I'm old school. Sorry, I'm not judging nobody, but I'm just going to be straight up with you. You know, no, no, no. I, I, some of this, some of this, I don't know, X chromosome, Y, whatever y'all call yourself. I don't know. But I even had some cats say, you know what, man? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know sometimes who I am. So what do you mean by that? Could you elaborate? I'm thinking they talking about psychosocity, you know, because of the family dynamic. Whatever. They were talking about sexuality, gender. And I was like, oh. so what, what are you doing? Where are, we, where are we going with this? And my point is, is that when you don't know, I know I don't know. So a lot of couple people, when they date now, and because it's technology and you don't know what you're getting, they like, nah, I, I, I hit it and quit it. I, I want to, yeah. they looking for that opt-out clause. Whereas we were taught, you get married, you stay married. Like That's it. 
You know what I'm saying? Like we old school. Like I don't care how hard it get. I mean, even, even they say have to say the vows. It says until death do you part for yep. better or worse. But you know what? You saying all of those things because you already knew up front the person that you were getting. You you weren't getting a package. You knew the person that you were taking to the altar when when marriage when when it was looked at as something that was actually sacred. You got right. to know the person beforehand. But I say back back to the dating thing on on why it's so difficult. I think another reason why it's so difficult now too is because you know what now you don't have the men competing with the men anymore for the alpha for the alpha role. You got the right. men. You, the men have to compete with the women and the women competing against the men for who's the alpha. I'm an independent, I'm a I'm a strong independent black businesswoman. And the same thing, I'm a self-made black businessman. All right, so when you're going on the date, you're not in the boardroom, you're not in the corporate office. <laughs> you're just a man and a woman. Why don't you just be a man and a woman? You know, right. why you gotta bring all of the other labels? It's hard, I think it's hard for them to date. I'm glad I don't have to date now. In this thing, because you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta go and fight all these labels. I'm a strong, independent business. I need them to realize that I'm strong and independent. Okay, that's good, that's good. But yo, can you leave that in the corporate, in the corporate boardroom? Yeah. I mean, you're just a woman on a date. I mean, this is supposed to be romantic. Yeah. I don't need to know nothing about no stats and and your numbers and 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 what you did last year in, in your in your uh your financial bracket. Well, man, but, Richard Pryor said this. He he did. He said, and I, I can't say it the way he said it, but his point was, and I think you said it last week. What, now, when you want a decision made, and I as a man make a decision, and you don't like it, now yeah. you're going to complain, and now I got to be the woman. Which one is it? You going to be the man? Like, I, okay, I made. we're going to be making decisions our whole entire life. So which one is it? Richard Pryor's point was, oh, okay, then. I tell you what, you going to be the dude. And then I'll just, I'll be the woman. And, and that's, I, I hate to say it, but you're 100% right. That, it's like, which, these roles, I, I don't even know. And, and sometimes, it's some women so hard, man. I'm yeah. just like, dude, like, you know, I, mm -mm, I'm scared. Like, yeah, I they straight like savage. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Straight beast. Straight beast. And then, you know, and, and they have to let you know that, too. Like, you know, all right, all right. okay, you can have that, man. We might, we might have to come back for on another episode with that one, because Hey, they got some. They they wanna they wondering why why a man is afraid to approach him. It's like, yo, if you could see if you could see yourself outside of yourself, you'd understand why not only men are afraid to approach you, but people just afraid to be around you. Period. Because you're so <laughs> cutthroat and savage. <laughs> I don't yeah, need man. anyone. I, you can't yeah. trust anyone. You gotta watch everyone. I'm like, yo, you wonder why you alone? Yep. You alienating yep. yourself. Yep. And just throw, you know, again, throwing some gas on this. You take that bullish attitude, and then on top of that, you're going to grade me and rate me like, uh, I'm going to give you a grade today. Today, you have an F. You failed. And I, what? what? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know I'm... I, I didn't know I was in the classroom. I didn't know you was, huh? I, it's a quiz? It's a test I got to take? What is going on? So yeah, then that's that's scary, man. It's like I don't I don't know. And and I've said this publicly. I'll say it again. Man, I was I I I just I'm so gun shy, man. I I don't, I would never want to get married no more. And and that's not saying that God, you know, my heart might not change, but it's like I'm like, man, I'm burnt out cuz I don't know. I don't I don't know if I don't know. I don't know. I'm skittish. I I'm schizophrenic. In relationship, I'm in trouble. I just, I need Jesus. <laughs> and hey, you honestly, you say that, man. It, it, it's, it, it's, but it's, it's a fact, though. I mean, if, 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 if people brought, if people actually, man, they got, they got to know Jesus first. <laughs> they, they got in tune. They got in tune with God, so they, they could realize their identity and who they're supposed to be. And stop following behind the imagery that's on IG and Facebook and yeah. Twitter and yeah. and the different television programming and movies. If they actually got in tune with God, and they had, and then they got that respect for themselves because in them loving God, the love of God would be in them, and they would understand 
how they're supposed to carry themselves, then they would know how to treat people. They would yep. attract what they are. A yep. lot of a lot of why so many bad relationships go on is because of attraction. Like things, they 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 come together. So yep. you jacked up and mess up. You're not going to attract a wholesome, healthy person. You're going to attract another jacked up, messed up person. Yeah. So if, if if people would like to, hey, it sounds funny, but it's it's truth. If you was if they was to try God first, then everything else. Just, well, just like the scripture would say, Matthew six thirty three, seek ye first the heaven, kingdom of heaven, and all His righteousness. All these other things be added. Seek Him first. He got you in line. You know how to love yourself how to handle yourself, how to put yourself out there, then everything that, that's healthy for you, that's what will uh, be attracted to you. Wow. Well, we just hit our one hour mark. I'm going to leave it at that because you, you left us with the word and, and we do need to seek God because we, we don't need to be seeking nothing else. So we're going to come back next time with Men on Pause. And, and if I had a title, I think, let me see what your title will be for today. I, I think... Mine would be the lies you tell. What, what do you think yours might be? What, what title do you think we should have had today? What, what oh man, I, I like the lies you. I like the lies you tell. I, I like. I'd also probably go with the root of the matter. <laughs> <laughs> the root. The root of the tree is, oh, and then you know, the root of the tree is, and then yo, you put for you the listener, the one who's watching. You fill in the blank. The root of the the root of your tree is <laughs> why you have what you have, because it, it grew out of this. Oh wow, that's deep, wonderful. All right, we'll see y'all next time. Men on pause. Pause. See y'all.